Have you ever dreamed of being able to make more money, live a better life, and have the financial freedom that's rightfully yours? Well now is your chance. With an engaging perspective and tone, your host Ryan Dement will guide you through your journey to financial freedom one step at a time. Let's get to it. Here is your host Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement, True Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. Two things for the podcast this week. One, housing costs are out of control. They're up 20% over the last two years. Making a decision on whether you want to continue to rent when your rent goes up or make that move over to becoming a homeowner. Two, with the current COVID world we're living in with inflation, everything is costing us more on a daily basis and that affects our mental health. And we all need to be aware of that to understand that we're taking care of ourselves and staying in a positive light. Stay tuned. All right, guys, welcome back. Want to get right into it. The two topics this week is housing and mental health. I know it's a hodgepodge of topics, but both I'm very passionate about and they are interrelated. So let's get right into the housing piece. We all know the housing market is insane. Whether you're a renter or a home buyer or a homeowner, it is crazy on both sides. Rents have increased almost 10% annually for the last several years, and they expect it to continue at that pace. Home prices on the home purchase side have increased almost 20% the last several years. Here in Phoenix, we're closer to 30%. That's astronomical. How can any of us continue to afford housing when it continues to rise that quickly? And oh, by the way, we have that pesky friend called inflation at over 6%, which that is just, I'll be honest with you, a bunch of crap because it truly doesn't look at our hard costs like groceries and gas. Those are excluded out of actual inflation. You have to go to the CPI numbers to actually see those. You know, the cost of chicken is up. The cost of used cars are up. Uh, the cost of red meat is up. Everything is up in prices. And when it comes to housing, uh, I read the statistic and I wanted to go back it up and, and, and see if it was, you know, factual. But I didn't know over 40% of leases are typically signed in January. I didn't know it was that high. I thought it was lower, but anyhow. So there's a lot of people's leases coming up in in this month, January. Well, what are those people going to continue to do? Most places are raising rent between 7 and 10%. That's a lot of money to be adding to your bottom line. And the biggest challenge that you as an individual or a family you have to decide is, is renting the right thing for you or is buying a home the right thing for you? But most of us are not taking the time and putting the numbers on paper or on a spreadsheet, however you do it, and look at the dollars and cents. How can you make a financial decision if you don't know how much you're spending? And that's what's getting a lot of us in trouble. We just continue to re to renew our leases, even though our landlord increased our rent by 10%. Is that extra 10% on $2,000, an extra 200 bucks? That's $2,400 a year. Could that go towards maintenance on a house or a down payment or closing costs? I'm sure it could. 
But at the end of the day, you're going to be forced into a decision that you potentially might not like because the Federal Reserve is already talking about raising rates sooner rather than later. And today, rates were at the highest point in the last nine months at 3.33. Now, don't get me wrong. 3, 3% is cheap money. But if they continue to raise it a quarter percentage and they want to do it four times, so the, Fed, the, the Federal Reserve lending rate would be 1%, you tack on 3 or 4% margin for the actual banks you do business with, you're starting to get into the 4 and 5% range. How much further can your dollar go at that m- amount plus inflation? Inflation is not going away anytime soon. We potentially could see deflation start happening, which we're starting to see that because you're starting to see less demand on certain services and products. So if that continues to happen, then we slide the other direction and it's just becoming messy. And at this point, before it becomes too messy and too convoluted and inflation continues to rise, which it more than likely will with the way things are going, especially with the supply chain issues, you have to make a decision and write down every single dollar amount that you're spending on a monthly basis for rent and understand is renting cheaper than actually buying a home. Because at some point, that decision will not be given to you. And I'll tell you why. The Fed raises their rates, interest rates go up, you can't afford a home. The cost of a home is already astronomical already. It's pushing 400000 nationwide. So at that price point, your $2,000, $1,800 roughly, give or take with my math on a monthly basis, just for your mortgage payment. And if your rent is at the same amount, then you're going to rent because ultimately you're, you're going to save yourself some money there. But when you're renting, you fall into a trap of not saving money. You just pay rent and that's it. And you spend the rest of it. And when you do that, you'll never get yourself on the other side of home to home ownership. Because ultimately, if you get into a home and purchase it, more than likely you'll get a fixed rate mortgage, 15 year, 20 year, 30 year fixed. The payment won't ever change. They can't raise your payment. So you know that payment will stay that way until you refinance it or you pay the mortgage off. Uh, With rent, every year, your landlord can raise your rent. Depending on which state you're in and the statutory laws, it could be 10, 15, 20%. And if you're paying $2,000 a month in rent and they charge 10%, they increase your rent 10%, you're talking $200. And if they do 20%, that's $400. That's $2,400 to $4,800 a year that you're spending extra on rent. I don't know about you. Why do I want to continue to give my money to somebody and make them wealthy or pay their bills when I can be doing the exact same thing for myself? The barrier of entry to buy a home is a little bit more difficult today than it is a few years back because the cost of a home is up because the scarcity of homes is all over this nation. I hate to break you the bad news, 
God is not making more land in this country. God is not making more land on this planet. So if we don't have enough land to build and we don't have enough builders to build, and oh, by the way, lumbers through the roof, you're going to continue to have a supply and demand issue to where prices will be artificially inflated until something changes in the demand. And if the demand starts to waver, prices will start to waver and those will start coming down. But right now, that's not the case because people are in the mode of FOMO and they have a fear of missing out. And if they have a fear of missing out, they're going to continue to buy and they're going to buy on the high end and ultimately going to hurt them in the long run. Right up the street, a house sold for over $125,000 more than what mine sold for. By And it was purchased by a hedge fund that spun off a company called Invitation Homes, and they actually buy rental properties. Well, guess what? The rent on this house is almost $3,000. Typical rents in this area, $1,800 to $2,000. So they're, a th- they're $800 to $1,000 over market rate. And they're going to get somebody to rent it. Because people are worried that they're not going to be able to find a place to live, whether they're renting or buying. And I don't know why so many people are moving today. And I can, I mean, I can guess, but I'm not going to answer for them. There's a lot of transient population coming out of California because of the political scene. And we're not going to get into that. And there's other states that are getting people brought into them also because of their political scene. Here on my block, a lot of people are from California. Is that good or bad? I don't know. We'll find out. But ultimately, if you're willing to pay top dollar and sacrifice those hard-earned dollars that you're making, then pay the $2,800, pay the $3,000 in rent. Because ultimately, that's, that's your decision. But if you don't actually do the math and compare the two... You'll never know, and you'll continually to have to go through renting and going through your rent being raised, which is not a good thing because your rent is going to continue to go up on a monthly basis. And guess what? Unless you're getting 10% raises annually, which is unheard of, plus inflation, you're going to be behind the eight ball. And that's going to cause some serious issues, which will lead us into the second topic of mental health and the COVID world that we live in and the hysteria that we have on COVID and the dichotomies that are in the two different camps is stressful on people. And now add in inflation, add in additional housing costs. And also, by the way, you're working out of your house. Your kids are back to remote learning. It causes a lot of problems. And we need to talk about mental health and how to stay positive and how to keep ourselves on the right path. All right, guys, mental health. It's a buzzword that's out there. I'm not trying to to say... You know, this is, I'm, I'm, by all means, I'm not a professional at this, but I can tell you the struggles that I go through on a daily basis with being an entrepreneur and staying positive and, and staying focused. But 
I don't have kids and I don't have to worry about uh, other things going on in my life because I can really work out of my house without any distractions other than my dog, Bob. But a lot of you actually have, you know, spouses or girlfriends or boyfriends um, and you have kids and now your kids are back in the house. Um, they're online learning. They're not in person, which is really killing their learning ability. And it's putting stressful times on you. But then we have inflation going on. You have uh, rising uh, rents going on where you're paying more in rent. Um, you're paying more for gas to go somewhere. You're paying more to go to the supermarket. All these things add up and they can be very detrimental to our mental health. And I'm just here to tell you guys, uh, by no means, again, I am not a professional. I'm just telling you from my perspective and how this works is for me, I know that I've got to stay mentally positive in my mind and always think positive thoughts. Believe me, I have negative thoughts at, at times. Believe me, I'm, I'm human. But I have to fight through those and move forward because otherwise, all I get is crap out of my day when I think negatively. The biggest piece where we struggle is with social media. And social media is such a farce. And let me say this. I post stuff on social media. I don't put anything out there personally. Everything is all about business and things that I'm doing, but nothing personally. And I don't sit there and look about, I don't look at other people and what they're doing. And unfortunately, we've been put into a situation to where now we are locked in under a roof with other people. And what do we do? We sit on our phones and look at social media all day. And then we think that the things that we see on social media is actual truth. And that's, is really hurting us mentally. You know, unfortunately people are committing suicide and dying because they're seeing things online that they think are truthful and that, and that thinks that they're going to be harmed by it. So they rather just end their lives. You know, and then there's other people out there that think these these uh, YouTubers or people on TikTok or on Instagram that their lives are perfect and they want to emulate them and they go out and rack up all these these debts and then can't pay for them. And then they get depressed and then they sit at home and do nothing and then they be, they just are non-existent in their ment the mental health experts out there are always saying stay off your phone it's okay to you know spend some time on it but the best piece of advice that they give and i i i hold i i wholeheartedly believe this is having human interaction and i always end my podcast with have communication talk to people have conversations it's healthy it's okay to disagree, but you don't need to cancel the other person out because you don't like his or her opinion or point of view. But we're spending way too much time with our faces in our phones, and it's destroying our mental health, and it's just too much to deal with. Add on additional cost of living, having to worry about making sure your kids are learning and you're not a teacher by any means, and I'm not expecting you to be, but that's additional stress on you too. And then 
you don't get a break from anyone. You guys are all under one roof. And that's just not fair. And there's got to be a way for you to balance things out to make them to work. Excuse me, to make them work. If you take anything away from this podcast, if you're having challenges with any type of mental health or you're feeling down or you need somebody to talk to, please reach out and talk to somebody. There's a lot of ref- there's a lot of referrals out there that are free. There's a lot of sources you can go online and talk to somebody online um, where you don't have to do it in person. But don't let it just sit there and grind on you because it'll weigh on you and then you can't get out of that rut. Because when you do that, you also affect the loved ones around you. Whether it be you lashing out at them or being uh, depressed or you yelling and screaming at people, you affect others around you. So it's not just you in this battle. Your loved ones are in the battle too. And they also then become depressed and angry or emotionally detached because you're going through this horrible time or you're going through this depression. Please, please, please focus on your mental health. Take a break from the world. Disconnect. Enjoy conversations with your kids. Watch movies with them. Go out on a walk. Maybe go on a road trip for a day or two, or maybe you go somewhere into the mountains. Do something that allows you to disconnect from the world and be able to recharge your mind, recharge your soul, and be in a better place of of thinking towards positivity, but also knowing that things will get better. Guys, we're going to have to live with COVID. It's not going away until some super vaccination comes along we're going to continue to live with COVID-19. So we have to find a way to continue to live because we can't just sit at home and do nothing and be productive. We're humans. We require interaction. We require to do things. And how do you want to live your life by just staying at home, staying at home and doing nothing? That's not a life to live. That's a very crappy life, and no one wishes that on anybody. If you guys need help, reach out. If you don't know where to reach out to, reach out to me. I will help you. I'll, I'll ask questions of people that I know and find a way to get you help. But don't let it fester and become worse because it just doesn't affect you. It affects your loved ones around you, and they have to deal with it on a daily basis basis. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Have a great day. Have those conversations. It's healthy. It's okay to disagree. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I'll see you guys on the other side. Have a good one.